grab your favorite beverage, kick up your feet as you ascend with me into the joy portal of soul reflections, fresh perspectives, fun ideas, and wisdom. Light to light and heart to heart. Smile and breathe even deeper as together we will soar above the perception of all hurdles and shine brightly as the light we are. Day and welcome to Light Laughter and Lattes. My name is Jerry Habstreet. I'm an Avesa Quantum Healer, Medical Intuitive, Self-Ascension Intuitive Counselor, and your friend and soul connection for the next hour. So welcome everyone on Oneness Talk Radio, Oneness Talk Radio YouTube, Anchor, and all of Anchor's affiliates that might be listening today. I'm glad to have you here. And so today I'm doing something a little differently. Usually I talk a lot about the spiritual aspects of us or the emotional field or about creating. And today I'm going to move a little bit more into the physical body and our environment and the products that we use in our house, on our skin, in our hair, and how they affect us because we truly are body, mind, and soul. And If we get any one of those pieces out of balance, it affects the rest of us. And so I've been passionate my entire life about using organic food and using natural products. And in the past year or so, I've been dabbling with making some of these things on my own. And I thought maybe I should bring someone on who really knows what they're doing and who's been doing this for a while so they can share their knowledge and wisdom with everyone. And maybe you will be inspired to look at some of the things that you're using in your house and either buy it from her or source it in your area or even better yet, maybe make it on your own and put some of your creative energy into it because making these products can be a lot of fun and you can personalize them for yourself, how you like them. And so I would like to welcome today my friend, Laurel Brooks. She is from Boise, Idaho, and she owns Elle's Oilery. She makes lotions, soaps, sunscreens, face washes, personalized face washes, and a number of different things. Welcome, Laurel. Hey, thank you, Jerry. It's a pleasure to be with you. Glad to have you here. So I think we're going to inspire a lot of people to start looking at what they're putting on their faces and they're washing their clothes with. And so hopefully you can share with them some of your inspiration around this. How did you get started? So, you know, it's funny. I was actually raised on a farm and my mom had a huge herb garden and we had our own goats. Um, We had La Mancha goats and with the little ears. (laughs) That's the goats that have like tiny ears, right? And my brother had a lot of um, physical issues. And so we did a lot of natural things in our home. And my mom, she knew the ins and outs of it all. And I, when I left home, being a rebellious teenager, I didn't have anything to do with it. And then fast forward to now I'm a mom and I'm going, I, I had already started turning back into trying to find the more natural ways of taking care of 
little ailments here and there. And so I was looking at our garden and I found great joy in growing my own things. And then I looked at, wow, you know what? There is medicinal value in a lot of these plants that are right here for us. So it was totally, honestly, Jerry, it was a complete hobby for me. And then I started making, I dabbled into making products for people as gifts. And then it just sort of trickled, truly. People would say, wow, could you make this for this person or that person? They have a baby shower coming up or this person is struggling with this ailment. What do you think, Laurel? Could you make something? I'm like, oh yeah, I love doing this stuff. And so it truly was a hobby. And I, I just, I get all geeked out because I love it so much. <laughs> uh, learning what is for that person and what is the best fit for them. Because I don't know, there's just so many options out there and making a choice to use what is grown here is so much more valuable in, in my opinion than um, say running down and, and grabbing something off a shelf and you look on the back and the ingredients are like, what does that say? <laughs> what, what in the world am I putting on me or in me or washing my clothes with? And I really started looking at kind of like cleaning up our household and our life. I have two rather energetic boys. That's a good thing, right? <laughs> That's a very good thing. <laughs> And one in particular had a very difficult time focusing. And so just trying to clean up our life. And it all started because of my mom and her example. And my greatest desire is that individuals can know that there are options out there that won't cause crazy weird side effects that we went through as a family. And... Um, it's not as hard as you may think because you're like, what? Make a do-it-yourself um, hand wash? Oh, I can't do that. That's just way too much work. No, I'm like, dude, if I can do it, <laughs> <laughs> anybody can do it. And so, no, I'm, I'm just thrilled to be able to share, Jerry, any, anything that I've learned along the way. And trust me, mistakes and failures will occur while you are making these products. I'm sure you found that, Jerry, right? Yep. My first batch was a mistake. My second one, still not, I still don't have the face cream down and they it started really solid and now it's getting a little bit softer. And now I'm thinking my next time is going to be, the third's going to be a charm, but it, it's fun. The whole process is fun and it's amazingly easy you just have to go get the right products. And once you have them, you can make almost anything with them combination. And also we are at our house. We have our own chamomile flowers, lavender, woolen. We, I'm infusing the plants and making my own infused oils and using them. And it's so fun. My boys who they are 13 and 10 they get into it. It's a whole family thing. We have our own bees. It's just so fun. <laughs> it really is. So let, let, let's start with your, your son. You said he had some focusing problems. Were you, were you able to assist with that? 
Yeah, um, we found a great combination of essential oils and he uses those on his neck, on his temples and his, on his wrists. Um, vetiver is a root and I can't grow it here. <laughs> so calming and for our chemistry in our family, vetiver is like, man, it's like spot on for all of us to chill out. I know that lavender, a lot of people know lavender and chamomile are very calming to our, to the systems because everybody's heard of chamomile tea, right? Or lavender to sleep better and whatnot. Those are more common, but there are so many other plants out there that are wonderful for our system. So don't give up if you think, ooh, I can't handle the smell of lavender all the time. There are so many other options out there that are calming. Turmeric is also a calming one. You may not think that because a lot of people think turmeric root is more for anti-inflammatory usages, mm -hmm. which it is. It's great for that, but it's also a, it's a root. And usually root-based plants are the ones that help ground you, to help chill you out, <laughs> basically. So I can go okay. on and on. I Sorry, Jerry, I can go geek out on you. <laughs> okay, no, let's do it because there are a lot of products in our house that, you know, potentially bring in toxins. And so any, if you bring, if there are any toxins in your environment, there's going to be toxins in you. You know, you bring toxins in, you, you have toxins in your body. Our skin is our largest organ. So we will take those in through our skin and they affect our emotional field, our spiritual field our energy, pretty much everything. So let's start with, um, do you make your own laundry detergents or do you buy that? I, I buy, I buy um, from a company that is all plant-based and essential oils, but I can make laundry detergent. I just, I just haven't been like super like, consistent at making it. I know it sounds bad, but I still use the plant-based stuff for doing our laundry. And I want to make sure that there's no weird toxins. And when I first started using just plant-based and you, remember, you know how it is when you take your laundry out and it has that, ooh, clean, fresh scent. Mm -hmm. um, when I first started washing our clothes and there was no scent, it bothered me. It was a complete mindset change I had to do. I'm like, wait a minute, clean equals actually no scent. You know, like, it's like clean. <laughs> There's no smell. I'm like, oh yeah, duh. <laughs> and so a lot of citrus oils and whatnot, they're not going to stay. At least I haven't found. They don't stay in your clothes because it, they've cleaned your clothes and there's no lasting smell because a lot of the detergents now they have fragrances meaning they are man-made and they're not good for you and you're rubbing it all over as you said it's your largest organ on your body and you may not think ah, no big deal but in over time it it may affect somebody who's a little bit more sensitive to intaking toxins because we are being bombarded right and left with toxicity so i'm a big pusher for drinking lots and lots of water and putting citrus oils in it making sure that you're using oils that are truly pure 
and just really make sure you do your background on um, the oils that you are purchasing, making sure they are therapeutic grade and that you're aware that a lot of the companies, the FDA, they approve of bottles of essential oils to be marked as 100% pure when they are actually only putting 3% of the oil in and the rest is all filler. So, you know, pure, purity is, is so very key in basically cleaning up your, your area, you know. So another thing too about the detergents, because I live in an apartment complex too. So when I'm walking around the apartment, I, from the exhaust, I can always smell, especially like the dryer sheets. And so some of the brands, you know, like Tide especially and ones like it, will literally reverse your polarity. So what that means is normally you have a sense of what's good for you and what isn't good for you. And what'll happen is because you wash it, then it's in all of your clothes and you wear your clothes. So your entire energy field is constantly being bathed in the toxicity of that. And so now all of a sudden you're gonna like things that aren't good for you. You're gonna be craving unhealthy foods and you're gonna, you know, so it literally flips our energetic polarity. And same thing for the dryer sheets, like the bounce dryer sheets and the different ones. And so when I walk around, I can always smell people who are using the dryer sheets. And I have a hard time even walking by it. I have to run past it because <laughs> I'm to the sensitivity now where even smelling it or being around it, you know, will make my eyes burn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. I get headaches now. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you have um, a good solution for the dryer to, to use your dryer so your clothes don't come out staticky? You know, those little, um, those little wool balls, they, they have those little wool balls that, um, you can make or you can buy off of Amazon and then you just put in an essential oil if you want. A lot of times I don't, it just takes that the static away. That's what I do. And like I said, it's, it is getting your mindset to change because I was used to using, Oh, I have to have Tide and that smells clean. You know, and I have to have the dryer sheet that makes it smell clean. And I kid you not, I'm, I'll never forget that feeling when I smell my clothes. I'm like, Oh, this isn't, there's no, wait, there's no smell. <laughs> oh, that's right. It should be no smell. That means it's really clean. Right. And, um, I've seen how, just, it seems like my boys, they, they don't complain about it. Cause they used to love that, you know, get their blank, their blankies is when they're younger, their blankies mm -hmm. out. They're like, Ooh, it smells so good, mommy. You know, uh -huh. and now they're, they, they understand and they get it. And so they want it to smell clean, void of any smell. So, well, and you can always get that smell too with um, some kind of a lavender sheet or something like that natural in the dryer. And oh, yeah, absolutely. You mm -hmm. can. Yeah. How about like a dish soap? Have you made any of those? Well, right now our dishwasher is um, on the fritz. So I have two handy little dishwashers, a uh, 13 and so <laughs> yeah. that's what we do. But no, um, Cast Castile um, soap is, is fantastic. It's super easy. You just put in 
the oils that you want. Do you want the citrus or clove? They are your antibacterial type of oils in, in your soap and it's, it'll clean it. It's just like your hand wash. I make the hand wash as well for us to use in the bathroom and um, by the sink and it's the Castile soap again and mm -hmm. the non non fragrant one and then I will put in anything that I'm feeling the mood for I mean lemon even uh, eucalyptus peppermint and rosemary there's just so many fun combinations that you can do to um, make your soaps smell good so your hand wash, you use the cast, Castile, is it called, or Castile? Uh-huh, Castile. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that. I'm like, I always read it Castile. I, I don't know either. I say Castile. Yeah, Castile. So if a lot of people are familiar with the Dr. Bromers, that's probably the most popular because you see it everywhere. And so they have like the plain or already scented ones. And so you mix that with a little, some essential oils, you put anything else in it? Like, do you put vitamin E oil in it for preservative? I do. I put vitamin E. It's moisturizing and it doesn't take much and water, distilled water. And that's it. And I put it in one of those pump bottles. Sure. And uh, you can find those off, off of Amazon. You mean like the foaming ones, the foaming pump ones? Yeah, you can make that for the fraction of the price. I think most of them are around $3 or something to, to buy a container of it. Yeah, Dr. Bronner's, I, I really like a lot of his products. Um, there's, because the, the sal suds is also used in the laundry detergent and it's a Dr. Bronner's. And so you can just look um, his site up and then order that, the Castile, I use the, uh, like I said, I used to usually use the non-scented one because I don't know what, where their scents are coming from. I don't know where he sources the, that part from, but I know that this, the Castile is, is, it's good. It's good. <laughs> so are you, are you making, so you're growing the, you, did you say grow, you're growing chamomile and lavender? I am. Are, are you making your own essential oils with it? I can't do the essential oil, but I do infused. Um, essential oil, I would need a lot more equipment to to pull that oil from it. Okay. And this year, I have so many jars of chamomile infused oil happening. It's awesome. We had a what I would call a bumper crop, if anybody's been on a farm. <laughs> we had a lot. And okay, then, so you're taking you're taking the dried chamomile that you grow and you're soaking it in an oil or soaking it in water? In oil. I put it in uh, jojoba oil. I, I just prefer that just because I like the quality of the jojoba oil. And then I would take that after it's been infused and I would um, put it in my body butter or anything that I'm making or soaps. So, or you can use almond oil to infuse it, you can use olive oil mm -hmm. as well to infuse your your plant that you're choosing to infuse. So, yeah, basically we just you just pick the the flower. When I always describe it as sunny side up, meaning the petals are happy and they're looking at the sun. It's in my voice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Those are the ones you want to pick off, and 
they're dry, and so it's like mid-morning, and you just pop them off, and you lay them out on to your, your sheet, your cookie sheet, and let them dry. And then once they're dry, you put them in your jar, shove as much as you can in, and then you put whichever carrier oil, meaning um, your jojoba or almond oil or olive, whichever you choose, you put that in about two inches above your, your packed down flowers, dry flowers, and then you set it out in the sun for eight weeks and you let it infuse. I have lemon balm that I'm infusing as well and it's a totally different process uh, where you take all the leaves, well, I guess it's not totally different, but you take the leaves and you dry them and then you actually can put them all in a jar and same thing, put the oil over top and then it takes only two weeks. Okay, so you infuse them for eight weeks and then that's what you use to make some of your soaps and different things, but you don't use essential oils and you use the infusions in place of it? I, I use both. Um, for example, if I have, I have this one particular bar of soap, I call it Secret Garden. Don't ask, I just called it. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. coming up with the name, it's kind of funny. Secret Garden has rosemary and it has myrrh. It has frankincense in it. And some of the things that I can't grow, I can't grow myrrh, I can't grow frankincense, so I will utilize essential oils if I'm making up something. I'm thinking, oh, that's a good combination. I wish I could infuse more, but I just can't. There's certain items I just, I wouldn't be able to grow. Right. So tell me about like a skincare cream. Do you, have you found like one cream that works good for dry skin, oily skin, everything, or do you need, do you have to make a couple of different kinds? It depends. Like I said, it always depends. I can't explain it, but it depends on the person. And I don't know. It, it's a, for me, when I'm making something um, personalized, I kind of go with my gut feeling. If they're saying, Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm having a hard time with having a really uh, dry patches and whatnot, I go with like, okay, should it be argon oil? Argon oil is, for me, I love using that as on your face. It's, jojoba is great. Don't get me wrong. It's a great facial oil, but it tends to clog your pores a little bit more than argon. Argon oil is from Morocco, and it's kind of fun. It's from this little tiny nut and it's just, I don't know, it's kind of cold, little tree <laughs> over there that um, produces this fantastic oil. And it has so many great qualities for your skin, anti-aging and uh, which I think I need to use some more of now. <laughs> but I, I, I choose argon, jojoba, almond is fine, coconut oil. Everybody knows that coconut oil has so many benefits for your skin, for internal use, for like, you know. For your teeth, for coconut oil pulling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And another good thing that coconut oil is good for, if you live in an area where there's a lot of chemtrails, they land on your crown, of course. And so you can soak your hair and your head in coconut oil 
and then wash it out and it will help literally clear the energy of all of that from chemtrails so so you'll be more clear that's cool i just learned something that's awesome I've, I've put it in my hair and I think, man, it's taking me forever to wash it out. It does. Several. I'm glad I don't have thick hair when it comes to coconut oil. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, this is, this is not looking good. So good thing we're quarantined home, right? No, yeah. <laughs> well, it's an opportunity to get creative and make some of these things, right? Right. It's so true because we are in our home so many days now. I know. I know. Well, and it's funny because when everyone was going towards food at the very beginning of this, I, I can make almost anything I need out of almonds. <laughs> you can make the flour, you can make the milk, you can make the butter, you can make an oil, you, you can make almost, I'm like, and then you mix them all together and you can have a muffin. <laughs> so like I'm going after almonds and everyone. <laughs> You're awesome. <laughs> Yep. You, I mean, I, I get it. You become even more creative. I tell you what. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, in general about everything, right? We just have to simply be creative. Yeah. I mean, th there's a couple ways you can go with this. You can get angry about how things are or there aren't, <laughs> or you can just get super creative and say, okay, I'm just going to go with the flow and find my way through it in the way that's most fun for me. So. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And that, you know, I, I, I appreciate you bringing up this this whole topic that you're doing in creating a environment because in our home where it's more free from all the toxins because we are in our houses more often nowadays, right? Mm -hmm. And I kid you not, I diffuse oils like no other. <laughs> Aromatherapy. <laughs> It's true. It works. <laughs> What's your favorite for clearing the energy of a space? Do you focus on that or is it mostly on the emotional or? I use a lot of, um, like I said, our, for our family, those, those uh, root-based oils and um, trees, that is our, our happy time here because I will do Siberian fir, Arborvitae. I use turmeric. Um, I'll throw in the clove and, you know, some citrus to kind of, woo, lighten it up. But, man, I just mix all sorts of stuff together. And I, I tell the boys, like, okay, go figure out something to diffuse. And they'll put together, you know, their, their fun stuff is more like peppermint and let's do orange and something spicy zingy. <laughs> Young boys, of course, they want, they want the fun stuff. Exactly. But at nighttime, that's when my youngest, he chooses what he, he calls his night-night type of combination. And I, it's the lavender, it's the chamomile, it's the vetiver, all of these super calming oils that he'll put in the diffuser and we'll even put it on, I make a roll on, put it on his neck. And I do, I make also pillow sprays with this particular blend and that's a, that's a that's right the pillow spray that is a popular one people do they have been going for that one a lot lately but it's super calming and it was all started because of my youngest mm. <laughs> and something at night time to just chill out <laughs> so when you diffuse your oils 
do you put do you put them in water first do you dilute them and then put the oils in and then diffuse a, di a diluted amount no no i just put you can buy a diffuser through amazon or you know anywhere and it's just um water and then you put in six to eight drops of of whatever a combination it kind of depends on the size of the diffuser as well and because we we diffuse oils all the day long mm -hmm. truly um now that my husband is home working all the time i try to get him hooked up in the office with um a blend of oils i know lemon and peppermint are fantastic i know they seem like the simple simple oils but they are phenomenal for helping lighten the atmosphere and cleanse the air help people focus it's fantastic and i i actually used a diffuser in a room that i was subbing in because well jerry i met you while we were subbed mm -hmm. <laughs> and the kids i was there for I, know, I think it was two weeks solid or something and so it was a study hall and i diffused simply lemon and peppermint in there and the, the regular lady came back and then I subbed, you know, like a day later on down the road and the kids were asking, hey, this is Brooks, can you come back and diffuse those? It helps so much. I'm like, what? That's awesome. <laughs> so yeah, something as simple as just starting out with peppermint and lemon, lightning and clearing and it's just, yeah. Well, it's so good because those classrooms have a lot of the fluorescent lights, which is really harsh on our energy field. A lot of EMFs from all the computers and technology. And many of the rooms that I have been in, not, not everywhere, don't even have, you know, windows in a lot of them. So you're not getting anything really natural. So to bring in some oils that are uplifting certainly can help help them you know and a lot of these things that we are talking about especially the children that were born 2000 and after they have a higher frequency they're more sensitive and they need things differently than what we did when we were growing up and so if we're using a lot of these toxins in our house around them they're really going to react more to to the toxic things than say we would have when we were younger. I know my mom used, started out using some of the harsher things and I was okay with it, but I don't think my kids would have been okay with it at all. Uh-huh, yeah. So let's talk a little bit about that. What do you put on your pillow spray? Is it just water with oils or do you add something else to it? You use a binding, you have to use a binding agent, whether it's uh, witch hazel or um, a vegetable glycerin and the water and the essential oils and otherwise you have just oil and water if you just use the essential oil and water they don't bind so you're saying you have to add witch hazel or what was the other one glycerin vegetable glycerin vegetable glycerin yeah yeah it makes it vegetable based and i learned the hard way oh <laughs> many failures i'm like how come it's not working oh <laughs> so you know hey okay you have to have failure to have success absolutely absolutely okay so i think we started on the skin cream let's go back to it i don't think we finished it 
So we got to either the jojoba oil, almond oil, olive oil, coconut oil. And what, el what else do you like to put in your skincare creams? I also like to use um, pomegranates. I like pomegranate oils, really rejuvenating. There's grapeseed oil. There's, oh my goodness, there's so many. It depends on the person and the, and the feel that I have for them. That's, at least that's how I make it. Mm -hmm. But there are so many, so many different oils out there. But if you wanted to start and you don't want to spend a whole bunch of money, you know, and you're just like, I just want to make something simple, Laurel. <laughs> I would truly just kind of stick with the jojoba. And it is okay to use olive oil, but you want to make sure it's not the, but it doesn't smell like olive oil. Sunflower oil is fantastic as well. Gosh, and I always, I always lean toward argon. I know it seems like, man, she's really pushing the argon, but I just love it. I've never had, I've never not had success with somebody using it. It's just, I don't know, there's, it's, a, it's a great one for, especially facial creams. Okay. Um, and um, jojoba, avocado is wonderful, grapeseed. Mm -hmm. um, all of those are wonderful for, um, say like, you know, acne prone skin. Mm -hmm. um, those are wonderful because they don't um, clog up the pores, like I said. So it seems funny that you would put oil on top of, like if you have oily skin and acne, it seems funny that you would put oil on top of oil. I know it does. It sounds kind of, kind of counterproductive, right? But in actuality, say for example, uh, myrrh, myrrh essential oil is a cleansing oil. And it actually will clean your skin. Coconut oil. I know several women who just straight up put coconut oil on their face to clean off their makeup. And it also moisturizes. And you think, oh, gosh, that's going to be super awful. No, it cleans it out. It cleans, cleans it. It cleans it out. Mm -hmm. um, and that's part of the cleansing ingredients in soap is using coconut oil. And sometimes it can actually be too much. It can strip your skin too much. And so it's kind of finding that right balance for mm -hmm. your particular uh, skin type. The, the soap that I use is, I use goat milk because it has that great um, vitamins that are wonderful for our skin. So it's finding that right combination going with what your gut tells you like yeah that feels good that that's the right right thing to do so i know it seems like what the heck laurel shouldn't you have like a like down and dirty like just recipe i do but similar to you know if you bake and you've been making say chocolate chip cookies for 40 years where you get that you have that recipe in your head right but there's times when you can add oh, I'm going to throw this extra thing in, or oh, I know how I can just alter it a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. um, same thing with skin skincare. It's just finding that right fit. When I make the skincare wash for these uh, youth that are struggling with uh, skin issues, with acne and whatnot, I use our own honey in it the Castile soap, and then you find that right combination of essential oils 
for them. And I, I kid you not, I have some regular kids, and every two to three months is when they they repurchase. And I, I tell you, they I can't explain it, but the essential oils they change. The recipe changes in my mind. It always feels like, hmm, no, I should use a little bit more cypress. Oh wait, no, I should use yarrow. Oh, I should use, you know. So it's just kind of looking what what is for you and what feels right. I don't know if that's what you're hoping for. I apologize. No, no, no. This is great. That's how I run. That's how I do it. I've been making I've been making my own face wash as well, and and it actually happened a little bit by accident. I happened to have the Castile soap with peppermint already in it, and my intention was to make it lavender because I thought if I do wash my face before bed, it'd be nice to have lavender so nice in in skincare products on your face, anyways. And so I thought, well, I'll just try it. So I used the peppermint, and then I put some lavender too, and I love it. It, cause it's like wakes me up. It's like, okay, well, it's not great before you go to bed, but it's so refreshing that peppermint. Yeah. Right. So I'm loving the peppermint lavender mix. Matter of fact, there's times where I wash my face when I don't even need to, because I just enjoy putting it on. No, I get it. In the middle of the day, I'll wash my face and no, I, I I'm there with you, sister. <laughs> Especially if you're really hot, that peppermint on your face is just cooling and refreshing and my, my daughter has a really hard time waking up in the morning. Like she's, you can't talk to her for the first half an hour, at least she'll growl at you. So I sent her some of this face wash thinking, okay, you got to put this on because at least your face will be awake in the morning, even if you aren't. <laughs> and, uh, get that circulation going. She's in college. So I want her to get up and get going. So. <laughs> wow. so what else are you putting in your skin lotions besides the, the oils? And the essential oils, you must have some other ingredients in there as well. Um, oh, the shea butter. We haven't even talked about shea. That's a great moisturizer. Well, yeah, honestly, the, the, like, the body butters are so basic. It's the coconut oil, shea butter, and whatever essential oils needed. Facial um, lotions, argon, jojoba, almond, pomegranate. Um, yarrow and whatever essential oils I put in those. The skin protectant that I make, it has again coconut oil um, because it has a natural SPF to it and pomegranate oil also and carrot seed oil and I use the nano zinc oxide and that is what truly protects you from the UV rays. And so it's that, it's too easy. <laughs> My recipes are too, like that simple. But well, I also use um, uh, cedar wood for helping with any kind of bugs that may come your way. I also put that in the, suns, uh, the sunscreen. <laughs> oh, so you said your sunscreen is coconut oil with the carrier oil, with the essential oils? Yeah, it's, it's zinc. Oh, and some zinc. Zinc oxide is truly that mineral that will put a barrier between you and the, uh, the UV rays. The 
the oils do protect, but that that oxide is what really, really protects you. And no, you're not going to walk around like Casper. You're not going to be like white, <laughs> you know, because I always think of the lifeguard with the white nose. On. It's, it's not like that, but it does, it does lighten you up a little bit. Well, a lot of the sunscreens that I've tried, the net more natural ones that have the zinc oxide, tend to be hard to spread and make you turn white. So I don't know, maybe it's just the other ingredients they're adding, but you're just buying straight zinc oxide somewhere and... Yeah, yeah. I just have a, a big bag of that powder and I just... Oh, it's um, a powder. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's mineral. It's, so it's, it's just a white powder and you put it in and you mix it all into your your base of, of um, oil. And like I said, if I can do it, anybody can do it. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> and another thing that's really good for the skin is shea butter. Mm-hmm. So I discovered in my first batch of making a skincare cream, um, I had a lot of shea butter and I, I bought the African shea butter, which is a little bit different. It, it's got more of a yellowish color to it. But wow, if you have a, a sunburn or any of a, a skin rash, I took this stuff camping just to put on my heels because if you have dry skin on your heels, I tell you what, that is the bomb for putting it on dry skin and then putting some socks over it. I mean, I've tried all, I've got really dry skin on my feet and I've tried a number of things and this stuff works the best. But I I happened to have it camping with me and we had sunburn and windburn and you name it. And my kids are like, mom, this stuff is magic. And and I didn't know, we just discovered that it was magic because I happened to have it with, so we put it on. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, I agree that it, Shay is, Phenomenal. I also use the African um, shea butter as well. It is so good. It's so incredibly moisturizing, but it doesn't leave a, a weird, to me, I don't think it leaves a weird uh, greasy feel. It's just like, no. like your skin just like, oh, thank you. <laughs> Soaks it in. So it's great, I think. <laughs> yeah. I, this, this last batch that I made, I bought a lighter shea butter, not the African. So if some of you like to have a natural colored skincare cream that's not yellow, <laughs> yellowish in color. So you won't look jaundiced. No, I'm just kidding. Right, right. You can you can buy it in, in like a ivory color as well as the the darkish yellow. Cocoa butter is nice too. You use that? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Cocoa butter is fantastic. You know, it comes from the cocoa bean it's the butter it's the it's the good stuff and so yeah anytime I'm making my lotions my boys are like smells like chocolate in here <laughs> <laughs> oh it's it's um it's so moisturizing and like I said it also has that natural property of, of cleansing and so it's a it's a wonderful thing you know we talked about doing the teeth pull with the coconut oil. It's amazing. Yeah. You know, you, you made me think of something because of the cocoa butter. In the cream that I had, I, I, I have the shea butter and the cocoa butter in it. And whenever I put it on my legs or my feet, my dog will come over and lick 
my feet and uh-huh. it's the cocoa butter. She'll just keep looking. She wants to lick it all off. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh. That's, the, that's the value of using all these natural things. I mean, you can literally eat them and they're not harmful. So I know. And that's what I appreciate. Cause I, I also make, um, I make a sugar scrub and it, <laughs> I had a gal that she wanted um, sugar scrub for her, her lips and I thought oh I'm just gonna, I always test out everything on myself I'm like oh I just try it on my face I'm like oh it doesn't bother me that it gets in my mouth and hmm, it's all sugary <laughs> it's great <laughs> so as it is it's a wonderful thing because all the all that is plant-based you don't have to worry about it harming you right when you go in to say clean your your bathroom or something and you're using you know some of the products out there Lysol and whatnot I I never really liked my boys cleaning the bathroom because I'm like eh, yeah I'll be the one to do that I'll get the I'll get the fumes and stuff but now we we switched over and you know we make our own cleaning products and they clean the bathroom <laughs> Nice. So what are you mostly using? Are you mostly using like vinegar, apple cider vinegar or baking soda? Yeah. Yeah. You're naming them. Yeah. I use um, vinegar and I use like, again, like a big pusher on essential oils. It seems like essential oil. Well, I, I, you should see, I've got four bins in four different places of the house of them. I've got the cleaning ones I use for cleaning, the ones I use for general use in the bathtub, the ones that I use for healing work with people and the uber powerful ones when I'm going to do an anointing on someone. So I, they're, they're good. (laughs) They're so amazing. All the different things you can use. So yes, I do the vinegar and essential oils and water and yes, baking soda. Well. So do you have a, what, what do you use for your general house cleaner? What's your, what's your recipe for that? I can't, it always goes back to the citrus oils and clove. Um, it's, I, I use doTERRA and I um, mm-hmm. have a brand called On Guard and it, it's just like the perfect little mix of essential oils. It's like I said, it's all citrus and clove. Um, I put it in with the vinegar and water and that, literally you know it cleans just about everything and anything in this house so you mix the the oils straight with apple cider vinegar or regular vinegar just regular just regular vinegar so you have a spray bottle that's straight vinegar with oils in it uh it's not straight it's like half i do half and then water okay yeah boy do the oils drown out the vinegar smell or not they do it seems like it because i i know what you're talking about I'm like no it doesn't smell like that weird smell unless i've gotten so used to it <laughs> like today the boys we have they have chores there's expectations in our house and they have to pull two extra chores out of a jar and they are some of them are like clean the bathtub or clean the light fixtures and you know the door frame, two doors or something like that. Those mm-hmm. are the extra, extra ones. And today they both had those type of uh, cleaning chores. And when I was thinking about it, it's funny. I was thinking about it, like, it doesn't smell 
smells really fresh and clean in here. <laughs> smell that weird vinegary, you know, that smell. <laughs> I want to go over quickly hand sanitizer. And I had an idea while we were talking about the pillow sprays. Everyone's, a lot of people having to wear masks now. And it's yeah. tough to breathe in them. But I'm thinking you could do a little mask spray with maybe eucalyptus or peppermint. Yep, or lemon. Maybe make it the same as the pillow spray, right? So it would be some water, some witch hazel maybe, and either peppermint, eucalyptus, or lemon. You could spray it in the mask. It'd be easier to breathe. And eucalyptus is antibacterial, isn't it? Yeah, so that would be good. Peppermint is as well, isn't it? Yes, it is. Peppermint is one of those like uh, army Swiss blade knives type. <laughs> You're like, what does it not do? It does everything. Same with lemon. It's it's crazy. You know, lemon, lavender, and peppermint. Those are your top ones. Like they they will cover everything for you. True. True. Yeah. So if you want to be a be a beginner at this, you could just go buy the three oils. And you'd have a good cleansing bath. You'd have stuff to clean your house. You'd have pillow sprays, things to help you go to bed at night, things to help wake you up. Yeah, and help cool you down. And we're going to have like over 100 degrees. You know, the peppermint, you put it down the back of your spine. That's really cooling. Um, there's so many different things. But yeah, that's what I would do. Just those three. Totally take care of. And let, let's go over um, hand sanitizer quickly because there's been there's a real push to use that a lot and I think too much of it actually stops our natural defenses of keeping ourselves our immunity high to fight these things off on our own and so and I'm not sure a lot of the ones that we would make we would use alcohol and I don't know if alcohol actually does that too if you use it too much what, what do you know about the hand sanitizers if you wanted to make your own so I, I would lean toward using um, like Everclear or vodka, that type of alcohol, not the rubbing alcohol. The rubbing alcohol, the isopropyl, it, it will completely strip any good germs on you because we do need our natural defenses, right? Mm -hmm. And it, it um, I can get on my soapbox about this. It, it's bothersome to me. I, I get the need to keep ourselves clean of any potential danger to our body. I totally get that. But if you're going to do a hand sanitizer, please don't do one that has the isopropyl alcohol in it because it, it will strip and dry your skin out. And again, I reiterate how that is your largest organ. Okay. And long-term use is not a positive thing for your body. And so I would choose, say, like I said, alcohol meaning the kind that you would drink. <laughs> and you need a high proof, right? 70% or higher. You want 70% alcohol. Doesn't mean proof. There's like a little difference. I, okay. But you want to make sure it's 70% alcohol in it. And for example, a hand sanitizer, you want to use one cup of that alcohol you choose, half a cup of aloe vera or, or your vegetable glycerin, okay? that has to bind to your essential oil and any of your essential oils I would choose citrus eucalyptus clove 
anything like that, but make sure that the alcohol part is over 70%. Um, I believe CDC was saying it's their expectation is 60, but I, I say higher. <laughs> I'm not. Aloe vera gel or like the aloe vera you get at the drugstore or like at the natural grocery type store, you have an option of aloe vera gel, aloe vera juice. Um, I, you can do, it depends on what kind of, um, if you're going to do a hand sanitizer where it's the gel, then you want to do the aloe vera gel, you know, that you just kind of glop out. You can do spray, which you would just want to use the, um, more the liquid form of it. Okay. If that made sense. Right. So, yeah. But make sure your, the alcohol part is, uh, that 70% or above. So 70% alcohol, pick some good oils that are, have cleansing antibacterial uh-huh. benefits, and then some aloe vera gel or juice, depending if you're going to make a gel hand sanitizer or a, yes. or a spray one. Uh-huh. So for example, one cup of your alcohol, half a cup of, of whichever you know, vegetable glycerin or aloe, whatever, and then about 30 drops of your essential oil. That'll make a lot, a lot of hand sanitizer. <laughs> it would. Yeah, it would. So, yeah. But look how much people are going through it. <laughs> oh, right. No, you can make little two ounce containers for all of your kids, give them as gifts. Then you can carry them on the airplane too, if they're two ounce, I believe. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, just make sure that you're you're reading the labels and making sure. Okay, hey, can I pronounce that or not? <laughs> if I can't. Like hmm, that's kind of scary. No, <laughs> there's just so many other options out there. Natural is better. I agree. Okay, well we're getting really close to the end. So let if you could let everyone know your email address or website. So if anyone wants to buy any of your wonderful products, they can get a hold of you. You, you, you ship, correct? I do. Yep. I am located at lsoilery.com. So L-S-O-I-L-E-R-Y.com. And my phone number and my address is located on that. It's, I'm a simple person. <laughs> so I try to make it as simple as possible. And if you have any questions, oh, please reach out to me. I may have an answer. If not, I'll research it for you. You know, I have no problem saying like, yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. I'll get back with you. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just fun. I just Okay, love it. great. Well, thanks, Laurel. Thank thanks you. for sharing all your products and wisdom with us around us. So hopefully we've inspired people to have a little bit cleaner household, add a little more wellness into their life and family. <laughs> I agree. It, it, it does help your life so much. Combining that physical well-being along with everything else, it's great. So thank you. Jerry. Okay, you bet. Thanks for listening, everyone. Namaste. Thank you for listening in to Light Laughter and Lattes. It has been my honor and pleasure 
please visit jerryhab.wix.com and check out my services and my packages. I work with people in person and from a distance, and I also give free 15-minute consultations. And so until next week, may your week be filled with light, laughter, and a whole lot of love.